And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I'm Kevin, here alongside my sister, Mary. What up, everybody? And we're back to talk about The Office, this week taking on Season 6, Episodes 15 and 16, Saber and Salesman and the Manager. Manager and the Salesman. Manager and the Salesman. Whatever. It sounds like a nursery rhyme. (laughs) But before we jump into this week's episodes, Bear, what did we cover last week? So last week we had episode 13, Secret Santa, where uh, Jim pulled a rookie move in not telling his co-manager that he let Phyllis be Santa. Michael comes in and basically throws a tantrum because he wants to be Santa, um, turns the suit inside out, pretends to be Jesus, heckles everybody while they open their secret Santa gifts. Um, oh, and it, Andy sent Aaron the 12 Days of Christmas. And she was attacked like, by birds. It's basically like 30 birds in the first week. <laughs> um, and then, let's see, anything Wallace else? told them the company was sold. Oh, yeah, that the company was being bought out. Yes. Um, but and, their jobs were safe. Yeah, because they're the only part that works. Yes. Um, and then the banker is when basically an auditor comes and makes sure that the inventory is like good, the warehouse is in good shape, checks with HR to see if there's any legal issues, and it was essentially a clip show. Yeah, they just showed clips of the past. The nostalgia of it all. Yep. Um, and, and that's, that's what you missed on Glee. All right. So this week, we start with episode 15, Saber. Mm-hmm. Now, do you want to talk about it before we jump into it? Do you have any thoughts, initial thoughts? Um, this was higher rated than the next one. <laughs> okay, and you can tell there's excitement in the room. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so take it away, Ben. Okay, so the cold open. Actually, I do really enjoy this cold open, and I think I've done this to you before, Perhaps. and he didn't understand it when I did it. I don't know. So a box is delivered. And Michael comes out super excited, like a kid at Christmas, and he goes, I've got a big box, how about you? I've got a big box, or, like, I've got a big box. So, like, Don't you, sings- too? What about you? Yeah, what about you? And Aaron goes, I've got a big box, how about you? I've got a big box, what to- What about you? Like, whatever. Yeah. It's a catchy little thing. And then Oscar just goes, I don't think you know what you're saying. <laughs> but I've done that before, like, somebody says something stupid, and I'm like, I've got a big box. How about I've you? I've never heard that before. Oh, and I, I looked at you, and Kevin was just like, "What?" And yeah. I was like, "Never mind." It probably didn't make an impression because I was like, "Ah, she's just being stupid." Yeah, I was like, "Never mind. We haven't gotten there yet." <laughs> okay. But um, so anyway, we find out that um, Saber or Sabre, Sabre as they as pronounce, they pronounce it, it, because Sabre, it's S A B R E. Yeah. So I mean, it is pretty easy. I could confusion. see where Michael Scott would make the mistake. Yeah. So Sabre. Um, sent them a box. They came in, as Michael says, and bought us at the last second. Saved our heinies. Mm-hmm. And they sent the box to them. Michael rips open the box. Like a kid on Christmas. Just tears Literally. Like, like no rhyme or reason. Yeah, just getting, in, yeah. getting into it. And then he decides to distribute the contents amongst all the different departments. Like accounting. He goes, what about a new printer for accounting? Fa- uh, sales team? You got a new fax. Creed, this cord has your name yeah, all like over it. Like an extension it. cord for Creed. And then uh, Michael gets the scanner for himself. And Aaron comes into the office as Dwight's like scanning in Michael's toys. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, who's Gabe? It says the box is his. And it says put aside for Gabe. So then you just see everybody's face kind of just drop. Right. And Oscar and Pam are like, how the hell are we going to put this thing back together? And... Uh, they play Tetris I, but fitting I the stuff Dwight back in. I going like, it's going to be impossible. Michael opened it like an ape. Yeah. Like an well, actual ape. And I love how Michael tries to like get the blame off him. He's like, unforeseen circumstances. And mm-hmm. Dwight's like, impulsivity. Yeah. <laughs> Dwight's just calling him out on mm-hmm. his shit. It's amazing. But, um, so now they finally get everything back together. And they're like trying all of these different options for how the boxes should fit in. They finally get it together, and they taped up, like, where Michael ripped it with, like, fragile stickers. Yeah, there's a million fragile t- stickers on it. And, um, Michael's cell phone starts ringing from inside the box. And this actually is one of, uh, something that caught me giggling that I didn't mention earlier. Michael goes to Aaron, scissor me, and she literally, like, chucks the oh, yeah. scissors at him. Through and, sharp side Yeah, first. and Pam's like, oh my god! <laughs> and he does it again, and he, like... I don't know how Steve Carell did it, but he caught it, and mm-hmm. it's like... Through his fingers? Yeah, it was ridiculous. I loved it. And that's cold open. I will say about his phone being stuck in the box, there's... <laughs> the, so, 
at work one time. We have like a Christmas tree for mm-hmm. work that we pull out at the holidays. Yeah. And my one coworker the one year put it away. He was the one who like took it all down, put oh, it away. Okay. And like two weeks later he couldn't find a certain set of keys to a very important oh, lockbox no. at work. And he couldn't find them anywhere. Like, we had to get special made keys and all this shit. <laughs> and then the next November, he's taking the tree out. He's like, oh, here's these keys. <laughs> like, he's, <laughs> like, totally fucking lost these things. And he finally found them a year later. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. No, yeah. it's, like, it's real. People lose shit in boxes. Yeah. So now Gabe arrives. And uh, he's this tall, pale, lanky fellow. Un, what's the word? I'm looking, unappealing. Unappealing. He's, huh, it's like, you it's know. It's like Eeyore. It's Eeyore like a younger a Toby. A young Toby. Oh, it is like he, a young Toby. Very much. So, but as he walks in, they all start applauding. Yeah, they all welcome him in. He's just hand. like, uh, and for you, and he applauds back to them. Now, what's his title? Um, it's like regional transfer director merger, or something. Yeah, director Like, he's going to be the one heading the merger. Yeah, essentially. But, um, and then this one caught me off guard. Uh, Dwight offers him a Scranton hot dog. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. And I mean, he has this I mean, tray. We, yeah. I mean, we have Coney Island dogs. That's like a Scranton The Texas staple, wieners. But, yeah, yeah it's a, again, it's a Texas wiener mm. and a Coney Island hot dog. Yeah, I don't know what the Scranton dog is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and then Michael introduces Jim as his protege. <laughs> and Jim corrects him by saying he's the co-manager. Um, and it, it's basically just introductions, essentially. Mm-hmm. So then Andy and Aaron made a song uh, to celebrate the merger. And Gabe wants to put it on Saber's website. And, and it that's hits the them. first time anybody's heard somebody say it. Yep. Uh-oh. It's not Sabre. It's not Sabre. It's not the hummus. So now, so now um, Andy and Aaron start the song and it's to the tune of Miley Cyrus's Party in the USA. Oh, what an interminable song that is. <laughs> Good God. And um, it's actually pretty cute the way that they did it. Yeah, I will and, say. But then they go, Dunder Mifflin is a part of Sabre. Say And they catch themselves and just brutalize the song. They it dies a slow going. death. It, it really does. And Gabe just like stops recording. Yeah, he's like, yeah, And puts this. it away. He's like, oh... So then we find out that Pam and Jim are going to be visiting a daycare to hopefully send their child to. Mm. Uh, that's near work. And they make a, you know, pliffy joke about, oh, apparently everybody wants good things for their child. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. And, but Jim, I, but so Jim, Jim, like, drops the dad joke of all times when yeah. he's like, it's either the daycare or the army, the infantry. And yeah. he gets a really big kick out of it himself. Yeah. And Pam's just like, I need this to be over. Jim's getting to the point in the show where he only makes himself laugh. Him and Pam. Yeah, Pam's just like super pregnant right now, so she probably just doesn't what want What does to that mean, it. super pregnant? What does that mean? Super hormonal, super ready to have uh-huh. this human being taken out of her body. This spawn. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Saber, uh, Gabe, plays everybody a Saber merger video starring who, Kevin? Christian Slater. Awkward. And his eyebrows are Yo, severely arched. On point. And he's got this... He, like that's whiny Christian Slater though. I know, but it's like I never realized until I was watching this. He's like a whiny Jack Nicholson. He hey, is. How you doing? I'm Christian Slater. Oh and my like, god, he's the fucking worst. But what's funny is that everybody is really impressed. Yeah, they're like, oh wow. Oh my god, they have him. But he's just saying like catchphrases. Gabbledygook. Have, have you ever tasted a rainbow? Yeah. Oh, it's you just well all at saber. It's all like dumb platitudes. Yeah. But Jim is the only one who's like, what the. F- <laughs> and then Joe Bennett, the CEO, comes on, and it's Kathy Bates. Mrs. Boucher. Yo, I'm so pumped about her character, <laughs> though. You? I love I Kathy I don't know what Bates. I'm getting into. Kathy Bates, I like Kathy Bates a lot. I think she she's really funny. I just feel like outside of the Waterboy's mom, she's always uh, the unsinkable Molly Brown from Titanic. Oh, my God, stop like, it. Like, she's always like, hey, I'm the short and stout, hard-talking lady. No, I mean, she was, um... No. Oh. No, she's been in, like, countless... Misery? Amer- no, American Horror Stories. Oh, I don't know that. I've never watched that. Yeah, no, she's been in several uh, seasons of American Horror Story, and she's really good in those. But, um, anyway, Saber sells printers, first and foremost. That's One dying says. industry buying another. Yeah. Because... Although, you know what? Here's the thing. I thought printers were obsolete, but guess what? You still gotta do it. You it's, still like, need them, but... Well, yeah, but every now everything is trying to go paperless... Guess what you still need to do, though? You can do it online instead of mailing shit in, and you still have to print stuff out. Like the DMV? 
Yeah, well, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, we could go on for hours about the the, the inefficiencies of the DM. Yeah, game, yeah, but I will could. not. So anyway, that's what Gabe says. You know, no longer think of yourselves as paper salesmen. Think of yourselves as printer salesmen who also sell paper. Yeah. And then we get a shot of Mike going, nope, don't like that. <laughs> he hates everything. Yep. Um, so then Gabe starts, he essentially starts like a spiel. Mm-hmm. And like, we're so happy to have you. And Meredith, and now being through an acquisition with my company, this hits me all in the feels. Talk about vacation days. Yeah, everybody wants the importance of it. How does this affect me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And... I don't know about your job, dude, but he says they get two weeks. No, I'm like PTO. Oscar. I've banked like six weeks. Same. <laughs> uh, like, I heard two weeks and I was like, oh my God, even in 2009, that yeah. sucks. That's 2010. Like, that is draconian. <laughs> oh. For anybody who thinks you only need two weeks of PTO, any company. For that a well run company, yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, guys, but. I, no, don't apologize. I go with four. At four. minimum. At minimum? Yeah. Like, you don't think you have to accrue them when well, you start? Well, no, you could... Okay, three weeks accrue them. But, I mean, I've been with my company now five years, it's and all I've based, got four weeks. It's all based on... Like, I, I have six weeks. It's because I've been there for mm-hmm. a long time. You know, you, you have to build it up over longevity. You don't just get hired yeah, for a job and get... Yeah, but to start with two weeks? If you just get hired for a job, I think it's okay to start with two weeks. I honestly do. For, like, the You're first just starting six there. months? What if they fire or... you? No, for the first year. What if they fire you after nine months? I mean... You're paid they, You're paid for that guy to have okay, two weeks not so, working. But you have to think, this is where I'm coming from. My sick time and my PTO, like my vacation time, are in the same bucket. Mine I don't different. have separate ones. So that's the difference. If I get sick in the first year, uh, like if I get the flu and I'm out for a week, I already have to cancel a vacation. Tough luck. <laughs> That's pretty shitty. But anyway, <laughs> no, 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 Oscar had six weeks banked, and Angela had already booked a Great Lakes cruise. I'd, I'd like to think that's six weeks from Oscar that's still partially from the settlement. Yeah, right. For the, for the gay witch hunt. <laughs> I'd like to think he's just like, yeah, I'm going to carry a few like weeks over. Europe. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what's a Great Lakes cruise, though? Well, they're all connected. You can go it from. Still what, seems a little ridiculous. No, you though. probably port. You stop in like I don't know Thunder Bay, not Thunder Bay. Um, ah! What the hell? Like Lake Superior is like up by Minnesota. I guess. Probably stop in Duluth. Go down to Chicago on Lake Michigan. I guess. I want to do that Midwest. Well, why would you want the to? the Midwestern accent? Why would you want to? I well, guess. why not? I, well, because it's scenic. It's beautiful. Did you ever like the Mackinac Bridge and that? No, but let's move on. So there's a new <laughs> okay. guy. There's a guy outside tinkering. With do you know everybody. who this guy is? I've seen him in several different things. He I don't is in know the office name. previously. He's the new IT guy, Nick. He's previously been on the office. Not as an IT guy named Nick. Take a gander. Think about it. He's not in New York, is he? No, he's not in New York. Who is he? He is at Career Fair. <gasps> he's the... He's yes. the graphic artist guy who talks to Pam about graphic art. I think I mentioned that during that episode. No, you mentioned that he was on some show you watch. Mm. He was like a guy who's like, hey, how you doing? Hey. Yeah. But so no, anyway, yeah, that's yeah, him. They the repurposed guy. this guy. I like him as an actor, though, so I really can't say anything. No clue. All I know is that I he, enjoy him. he shows up. He has a voice that does not match his appearance. At all. He has, and like, I think that's part of his appeal. He looks like he should be in Fallout Boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got like this Pete Wentz hair or something going on. No, that's I don't, not How Pete would you Wentz describe hair. it? That's not Pete Wentz It's like Wentz longer hair. and dark. Yeah, but that's not Pete Wentz What's, hair. Okay, Pete Wentz is a total dude. Okay, like the fat lead singer of Fallout yeah, Boy. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's more like it. All right. So anyway, Nick, the new IT guy, is putting up site blockers and uh, anything that may waste time. So Kevin can't go on Napster. And uh, <laughs> Michael can't go on YouTube, which, as yeah. we remember, Watch he didn't work rain. for five days when he f- discovered YouTube. <laughs> so again, he just goes, nope, don't like that. Mm-hmm. But um, And then he and Gabe introduces them all to their new water bottles, yeah. reusable aluminum bottle, to cut down on the use of plastic bottles, which are the scourge of the environment. Yep. And Michael is just like, fuck all of this. <laughs> <laughs> he is not having it. No. Nope. So now, and this is a real thing, okay? I'm just saying. Good. Michael's in line for the water jug. Oh, this is good shit. Yeah. And, my, and Kevin's filling up his water bottle. And Michael's heckling Kevin. Like, you don't got enough water in there. (laughs) Like, he's a fucking camel or something. (laughs) And so then Toby goes up, and he's filling up his water bottle, and he goes, oh, I think we kicked it. 
They drained the entire water jug. Yeah. In two well, because these filling are filling up their water bottles. These are like bottles? thirty ounce thermoses. Yeah, They're they fucking were. huge. They are. It's huge. like what you put soup on to, when you go ice fishing. <laughs> Stupid. So um, Michael's just like he's pissed, and he's like, "I missed Dunder Mifflin. I think we should go back that." Like this sucks. It sucks balls. But they he does cut. They yeah, cut out a l l s and go to commercial. This cuts. Bo- yeah. So now Michael is telling Gabe um, that he's trying to take on the new changes but he's not doing so well and he basically asked to speak with a higher up mm-hmm. so well actually he asked gabe to do it and gabe is kind of like ah, i don't know if i can do that you and can tell Mike, he's kind of a bitch and then michael threatens to go to somebody higher up and gabe takes it on yeah so now jim and pam arrive at the daycare and are taken aback by like all the cuteness like oh my god there's cubbies oh my god there's little things everywhere a giant dollhouse all kinds of weird shit that yeah. they're going around. Little um, tables. They're impressed by like the setup of the school, and they're looking around before their appointment. So they got there early, and they're taking a peek around. And Jim is like, "Oh my god, look the tiny little house! It has a mailbox." And he's like, oh, "Look at the bathroom! How adorable!" Opens it up. There's a dude taking a dump right on, on the, the kitty toilet. Who doesn't say anything? I'd be like, "Yo, yo!" Yeah, like, take "Excuse him. me." Yeah, and but this guy just motions. Occupado. This guy motions yeah. with his hands. To Jim, and Jim's like, oop, uh, that's okay. it. Okay, so, uh, yeah, basically the teacher's pooping on the tiny <laughs> toilet, and Jim tells Pam, they panic, and they just leave. So now, um, the scourge of this episode, Andy and Aaron are flirting, and they're both waiting for each other to ask the other one out, and that's they're it. both just morons. Then Gabe is video chatting with Joe Bennett, a.k.a. Kathy Bates, mm-hmm. and Michael's, like, waving to him off camera. And she realizes that there's somebody else in there. Michael tries to leave and she like she's like, turn me around, Gabe. <laughs> and she's like, hello there, sir. Did I say something to make you want to leave? It's a very Texan accent. For a Tallahassee it's, it, like, it doesn't, woman. Yeah, it doesn't sound Floridian by any means. It doesn't sound Southern. I still love Joe it, Bennett, though. <laughs> it, sounds tex- it sounds very Texan. Yeah. But. So Michael expresses his concerns over the changes. And how Dunder Mifflin did things, like, for many years. And she basically says that Dunder Mifflin was so mismanaged that she doesn't care about anybody doing anything the way they did it. And that they all should adopt to how she does it. Aye. And Michael is like, well, I don't know if I like that. And she's like, how about you have until the end of the day to tell Gabe whether or not you can handle the changes? He goes, I already told him I can't. She goes... Have until the end of the day. This And at this point, it reminds me so much of just a few episodes ago. Maybe, oh, I don't know. What, what episode is this? 15? Mm-hmm. 16 episodes ago when Michael was forced to reckon with Charles Minor. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. Like, things are going to be different. And Except this is how we're Michael doing Michael got backed up by David. Well, that's well. No, it's almost the same thing. Where Gabe was the one telling him, "This is what you got to do," like Charles. Yeah. And then Michael ran to her because he she he thought she would be like Wallace and said she's got a backbone. Like Wallace placated him because Michael was the only successful one. Yep. Joe Bennett doesn't know him and is just like fuck you, yeah. shit or get off the pot, bro. Yeah, I already have a successful company. I don't yeah. need this shit. So it's Michael doing the same things, but it's just a little different. It's different with different outcomes. different results. Yeah. yeah. So now Michael leaves, and as he's leaving the parking lot, he has a saber aluminum <laughs> yeah. bottle, and he's basically like, fuck this, and he throws it out the window and hits Stanley's car. Yeah, cracks the windshield. Of course. That's so when now, you call Safe Flight Repair. Repair. Safe, safe, safe Flight Repair. repair safe, safe Flight Replace. We are now sponsored by Safe Flight, by the way. We will be now. <laughs> I hope. I've used them. They're a great I have service. too. And only like 50 bucks. I was like, here you go, bro. Oh, mine was covered by insurance. Yeah, mine wasn't. I don't think. Oh. We have like the same insurance, don't we? Yeah, but uh, me and my husband have higher. Oh, that's right. You and your husband. Because he just got a new car, too. That's right. So we had to yeah. hike up what was covered. I'm still paying for accidents like 20 years ago. <laughs> They not twenty. Fall off after five. Yeah, I don't know. My my Whoa. rate my rate has seldom dropped to put Yikes. it mildly. So anyway, male driver too. <laughs> Look, you want to hit me? I you want to hit me so you. bad? I do want to hit you so bad. But it also reminds me of um, Ali Wong. I was watching one of her stand ups, and it's about um, how she's a she's a Vietnamese, I think, um, Chinese woman mm-hmm. and she's like you know nothing pisses me off more than when a group of people gather while i'm trying to parallel park <laughs> she's like you know 
obviously they're helping me because they're telling me to stop and go. She goes, but I'm also like, fuck you, you're racist. How far back do I have to go? And it really was hilarious. Good shit. But anyway, Pam and Jim finally meet with the daycare teacher. Jerry. Jerry. Which I don't know why that name made me laugh. Like, I just... When you think of, like, a preschool, you don't think of a guy named Jerry, Jerry running it. Right. <laughs> it's just so funny. And um, he plays it off like he's never met them before. He introduces himself. He's playing it straight. Yeah, and Jim's just being awkward as fuck. Talking fast. Yeah, like, oh, like, no, we saw this, but we didn't really see it. Like, we didn't get a good look around. Yeah, let's just do that. Okay. Getting all sketchy, yeah. Yeah. Like, Jim turns into a sitcom character. Right? Yeah. He turns into Michael. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. So then Michael... Decides while he's driving away, he's going to go see David Wallace for advice on yes. how to handle these changes. David, uh, no, he says before he gets there, he's like, David doesn't like for me to drop around, drop by unannounced, so we'll see what happens. He opens the all door. All we hear is, yeah. We open the door. David is in jeans, a sweatshirt, and he's not shaved. And he's happy. And he's just like, Michael, it's so <laughs> great to see you. <laughs> Meanwhile... They go inside, and David was like, oh, I was just making lunch. And they walk past David's son, Teddy, banging it out on the drum. Who is a, a shockingly, is shockingly ginger. Wow, and if you recall, <laughs> David Wallace's wife is not a ginger. No. Neither is he. He's, he's, like, he is. he's like beyond daywalker, too. Like, yeah. he's straight up ginger. Yeah. <laughs> he is bright, flaming red hair, yeah. pasty AF. Freckles. Yeah. Ooh. Somewhere in that gene pool that came out. It's chilling. (laughs) (laughs) So David's making lunch. Like I said, he's making fluff. He's putting fluff on his peanut or his peanut butter sandwich. He's obviously depressed. Very much so. Like obviously, because he's like, "Oh, what do you have? uh, Like, are you busy? I don't want to bother you." And he's like, "I have a doctor's appointment next Tuesday." (laughs) His wife comes in while he has the refrigerator door open. She's like, "Oh, honey, were you doing stuff?" And he's like, no, why? She's like, oh, you're wearing shoes. So <laughs> yeah. I thought you left the house. <laughs> like, So David Wallace has been holed up in his house. like For weeks. Wow. Yep. I mean, granted, a CFO let his company go bankrupt, so <laughs> well, he I would be depressed, too. We know he got a sweet buyout, though. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I mean, how are they going to keep that old historical colonial? Nah, dude. Nah. And the cable. That dog. And the cable. <laughs> yeah, but he shuts the refrigerator door and Michael's, and Michael's there behind her. Michael's hanging there. She's, she's like, like oh, oh, Michael. Hi. <laughs> and um, so then we go back. Jim and Pam are at the daycare and they're asking, like, oh, you know, like, how flexible are you guys with dates? Because we might, might want to change them up around the holidays. And Jerry is... Uh, passive aggressive. A I have bit. to agree with Jim and Pam because well, he's know. like, I wouldn't get too ahead of ourselves talking about dates. He is honest though, because like, if it is one of those preschools that have like waiting lists and are, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Pretentious. Not pretentious. Oh, they're exclusive. Exclusive and elite. You know. You, yeah. No. He I, is being like. I he's like, that. hey, you know, don't don't make plans that haven't happened yet. You know? No, I get that, but at the same time, he could answer the question of how flexible they are. Uh, or guess. say like you know depending on you know like we'll get to that when he doesn't want to waste accepted. any breath though because if it doesn't happen then he'll have wasted those and words. somebody walked in on him pooping today <laughs> but anyway so then like i, I thought he was passive aggressive and pam's like do you pleasant. not like us for some reason because it seems like, yeah that's my favorite I'm being perfectly pleasant. Yeah. Like, and if that's not being said <laughs> passive-aggressively, I don't know what is. And he's like, did you ever think that maybe you aren't as charming as you think you are? And this is when Jerry became my favorite character in the <laughs> history of the I knew you were going to love him. Fucking loved him. I'm like, oh. Pam and Jim out on their shit. He did. He knocked him down a peg. It and it gets great. weird real quick, because Jim's just like, oh, that's coming from the guy who still uses a kid's toilet. Well, no, because Pam brings it up first. She's like, is, is, is this it be- be- is, is it Jim? because Jim saw you pooping or something like that? <laughs> He's like, you told her. <laughs> Jerry guy's talking through his teeth. He's smiling the whole time because the camera is right. there. But he's like, you told her about that? <laughs> it was so good. Oh, it's fucking awesome. And um, that's when the guy's like, it's the only toilet. It was story time. Yeah, it was story time. <laughs> and he's like, and, but Jim's just like, why didn't you lock the door, man? And he's like, it doesn't lock for the children's safety. <laughs> and that was it. That Like, it just went way downhill, oh, way yeah. fast. I enjoyed it. So now, um, David Wallace, his wife, is watching, like, the camera's on her through a window. She's drinking wine. Mm-hmm. 
and Michael and David are in a hot tub talking business and drinking beers. Yinglings. Yeah, he has a yingling. Official in beer of the Northeast. Right. You can only get it, I think, on the East Coast. Yeah, it doesn't go west of the Rockies. Yeah. I know some guys in California who have to smuggle it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's a big deal. It is. I mean, that's, I have to say, I'm not a beer drinker, but that's the one that I'll, like, nurse half of it and then give it to my husband if I have to get I one. I love Yingling. But. Especially their Hershey Porter, where they, Yingling got together with Hershey. It's, like, my favorite chocolate it's beer. chocolate beer. You would never think it would be good. But, no. But it's, like, dynamite. But I think what my favorite part of that is, is like, oh, it's only for kegs in restaurants, and we got it at a bowling alley. Yeah, and it, it, it's very, it's probably the most Pennsylvania beer you could it get, really actually. It really is. But, <laughs> or a Cherokee Red beer. Do they make those? I wish they did. I'd try it. Cherokee Red is, uh, if you see on The Office, the crystal soda that yeah. they drink. Oh, it's probably not PC, is it? It's, well, Cherokee it, Red. They still make it. It's called <laughs> Cherokee Red, and it has a big Native American with a headdress on it. But it's, it's a from cherry the, soda. <laughs> yeah, it's a cherry soda, but it's from like the 50s, so Cherokee Red, like the you know Native American yeah. tribe. Uh, it's not delicious. It's not PC, but it's delicious. It's, so. It'll give you uh, a cavity. We'll put it that well, way. See, it's I, super sweet. Is it? See, I haven't I had it, it since maybe I was like six. Oh, I haven't. I, I mean, know they re-released it upon popular did. demand. They did re-release it. Oh. But anyway, um, so they're talking. Uh, oh, well, Michael's complaining about Saber. And he's David's, wearing a t-shirt in the hot tub. Yes. <laughs> his white undershirt. Yeah. And David's like, I don't know, man. That sounds rough. Like, he has no ideas for him. Yeah. And then David Wallace brings up an idea that him and Arnie from Dunder Mifflin, who's drawing up the prototype for this toy vacuum. It becomes mm-hmm. a it becomes a shark tank pitch, essentially. essentially. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, I could talk to Arnie about getting you in if you want to get in on the ground floor. <laughs> it's Suck of It. Of Suck It. Which is a giant shop vac for kids to help them clean up the toys in their room. Yeah. It goes... Vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, and Aaron and Andy have another standoff about asking each other Not out. Not a standoff. It's just awkward hinting that neither of them get. Yeah, like, I don't have any plans this weekend. Well, me no, neither. All open. Nothing yeah. happens. That's it. So, anyway, Michael, um, he basically runs away from David Wallace's house. He's yeah. like... I don't know what that thing is, but that is not David Wallace. As David, like, he's backing out of the driveway, and David's holding, like, a robe, and he's just following the car, yeah, waving. waving. out to the street. Dude, that reminded me of, like, ding, 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 Like, that's gonna be my dinner later. Like a fucking... Psycho! seriously It really was. It was awesome, though. I like seeing that side of Wallace. Right? Like, oh, the broken side? He cracked. He cracked. Now he's crazy like everyone else. So now Michael returns to Dunder Mifflin Saber with gallons of Wegman's orange juice yes. to represent Florida. And he's you can tell he like realizes like, okay, if I don't get on board I'm fucked. Yeah, I gotta do this. So he's like, Cheers to Saber and he does a lot of shitty toasts and um but he basically is just like Cheers to Saber, it's going to work out. Everybody drinks and as everybody I hope would know Anybody who's ever had a filling or a cap on your tooth knows citrus does not go with metal. Nope. Nope, that is metallic. (laughs) Michael even says it's like drinking a battery. Yes. So now our closing scene is David Wallace on keyboard and his son Teddy drumming and they're singing uh, the theme song, I'm assuming, for Suck It. You take out, you suck it, and you suck it. Suck it! Suck it! (laughs) Suck it! You take out, you suck it, and you suck it! it had, suck it! It had very strong nookie vibes. Yes. It wasn't yes. It wasn't as memorable as, I can go, 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 on my hover around. Yeah, right. You know, when you come into product theme songs, I think that takes the cake. Take out, you suck it, and we'll suck it! Yeah! And then the, the kid nookie. does a fucking drum solo yeah, kids got to some, end it. Kids yeah. got some arms, man. I feel like they only got, like, that's why they have a ginger kid, is because the kid was sick at drums. Who's the best drum player we got? Right? Ginger, bring him in. <laughs> Nathan this ginger or whatever his name is. So what'd you give it, Bear? I gave it a 3.8. I gave it a 4. I, I said, like this one a lot. Yeah, I said depressed David Wallace is probably the most relatable character on oh, the office. MVP. Total MVP of the show. He stuck out a lot more than everybody else. I know you love Joe Bennett, but she wasn't really... No, no, much. no. David Wallace is my superstar. Yeah. He's my MVP this episode. He killed it. Michael learned his lesson. Because this time, instead of quitting... Nobody placated him. Yeah, instead of quitting like he did for... The, well, even... The, he didn't get placated. Yeah, he did, I guess, for Michael Scott. Because Wallace was going to give him his party and everything. Yeah. But instead of running away and doing that again, he's going to stick it out and do it. Like, he learned his lesson of how hard it really is. Yeah, He seriously. used all the leverage he had last time. 
So, uh, and the Jim and Pam stuff, love seeing them get knocked down a peg. I, I I'm glad their daughter's so not going to an funny. exclusive preschool. It was so fucking funny. Yeah, because that guy, again, this Jerry. guest this guest guy just totally <laughs> fucking killed it. He's just like, I w- everything on his face was smiling except but for his words. Yeah, oh my God. His words were venomous. Fucking you told creep. her about that? You told her about the poop, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I'm being perfectly pleasant. Yeah, <laughs> I'm being smiling. perfectly pleasant. <laughs> fucking awesome. I'm going to use that next time somebody's like, why are you being such a bitch? being perfectly pleasant every time so what <laughs> obviously i can tell from that recap oh and who gives a shit about aaron and andy i actually you said so fucked up i actually though. said who cares about aaron and andy i feel like in a way i almost feel guilty because we're not giving him any credit no no oh. andy's fucking horrible i hate the character <laughs> but the thing is that aaron's getting dragged down by him the thing that drives me crazy is like aaron is likable as a yeah. character it's i don't know if that's just the actress shining off screen or not but she's like imminently likable yeah and you kind of like want to like her friendly and i just fucking hate andy she's the antithesis of angela and like she didn't start off as like deficient mentally you're but right. she, all of a sudden she's like, <laughs> all of a sudden she's on Andy's level. Yeah, her IQ dropped. It dropped like a hundred points. She had to points. have had a head injury. Or yeah, something. it's like she got a lobotomy between yeah. seasons, and all of a sudden this is what we have. Yeah. So, okay, I. The, yeah. the thing is, it's just another office romance. Yeah. It's uh, it's being drawn. I mean, up. they have to though, because you can't have half a romance because then nothing happens. No, no, in you don't need office. a romance. Just have Andy do stupid stuff alone. And have her and Kelly be like a team because they're pretty decent when they're yeah, together. Yeah, we just bitched about Andy for the last three seasons. Yeah, but I feel like he's worse when he's chasing someone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like because this thing this started at the end of season five. Because remember at the mm-hmm. volleyball game, he's like, "I want to be with Aaron" or whatever. Yeah. So oh, this, this is, started way back because him and well, she started, like, were playing banjo and guitar. That was this season, wasn't it? Oh no, no that, that was, was episode. The, oh Jesus! Yeah. So that was. Because you have to Fuck. think she came in she's been all, to replace Pam it's been when almost, Michael Scott Paper Company. It's been almost down. a full season, and Andy's yeah. been into her the whole time, and it's fucking just get it over with. We oh, don't is need this worse than Jim and Pam. It is Jim and Pam because these two are just like dirt, dirt. <laughs> like they're stupid. <laughs> Nobody cares. This Come is on. the uh, C team, Jim and Pam. It is. This is totally <laughs> like Job Squad. I'm just yeah. not happy with it. But. David Wallace and Jim and Pam at the daycare did bring this episode home. Yeah, I mean, it got four stars, so yeah. I liked it. And I, like I said, I liked the fact that they didn't do the same shit with Michael. They took the same premise and they changed it up. Which yeah, is, they gave him a different ending. Keep it fresh. That's yeah. all I ask for with this show. Because I know that's asking a lot after six and a half seasons, but keep it fresh. Yeah. That's all I ask for. But that's all I have for this episode, dude. So before you start on episode 16, why don't you put us over? <laughs> you can throw it on me. Yeah. All right. So everybody. <laughs> We are a podcast, <laughs> and you can find us uh, on most podcatcher apps out yeah. there, as well as on the Jenny Position podcast feed, where you can listen to other shows like Geek and Sassy, Journey Through Infinity, Laughing, or uh, oh my god, Freak Out Driving, and more. So find them, subscribe, listen to us, share us, let other people know your friends, your family, your acquaintances, your coworkers. Yeah. Share it over a Zoom meeting. I don't care. Just if you like us, share us, and we would. <laughs> Friggin' greatly appreciate it. We love our listeners, uh, each and every one of you, from you know Oregon to Florida, as John Gruden once said. <laughs> uh, also, you can find us if you want to contact us on Twitter at Brosis Podcast, or if you have a longer form feedback to send back to us, questions, comments, concerns, whatever, uh, reach out to us at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. That's all one word. We'll be happy to read any feedback on the air, get back to you, whatever you want. We will be happy to oblige. We love each and every one of you, and we hope to grow the show and get even more listeners and interactions. So I think that's all about that, Bear. I think so, dude. Okay. Also, so, don't forget, we like to keep our Twitter funky fresh. Yes, funky fresh. With who... <laughs> never mind. You shared some photos this week that didn't belong with the episode we released. Yes, we did. We, it wasn't Niagara 1 and 2. Oh, Yeah. Shit. <laughs> and the face says it all. Uh, We're pre-recording shit, man. I know. We are well ahead of schedule, but we have to because The Office will be off Netflix uh, by the end of the year, I believe, right? For the Peacock yeah. Network. The, yeah, yeah. So we're we're flying through. We're a couple weeks ahead, but you know, you gotta keep that shit. Gotta keep that shit locked down, Bear. I'm trying, man. Alright. So that brings us to season six, episode sixteen, Manager and the Salesman. And this cold open, Michael calls a Vancouver hotel because he has Olympic reservations, which immediately as I was watching this, I was like, This is bad cross promotion. 
Because what network are the Olympics shown on, Bear? Uh, NBC. NBC. Sorry, I was checking Twitter to see what picture it was, and it was <laughs> Dwight doing that, yeah. right? And Jim, yeah. Well, no, no, that one's fine. Jim and Pam on the boat, though. That's Niagara Part 2. Yeah, we didn't release Niagara Part 2 this week. Is it a split? It's a split. God damn. <laughs> but I digress. Sorry, guys. You're I fine. fucked Only up. part one came out. You're good. But, um, yeah, so Michael calls Vancouver Hotel about the Olympic reservations he made. And they can't find his reservation. Mm-hmm. So Dwight comes in to help him. And they're going through all his emails. It's from three years ago. <laughs> and they give them the code. And they couldn't find it because they have a new system. Because it's been so long. But they actually find it. And they ask how they can help Michael. And he says he'd like to cancel them. And his reservation. And then he, he pays a cancellation he's fee. He's such a fucking heel. Yeah. Just... Why? <laughs> yeah, because he's like, oh, yeah. Which I, is like, oh, sorry, sir. We switched system a few years back. I really feel like this was just to brand the Olympics on NBC. Like, that's all it was for. Because oh, the Vancouver maybe. 2010 Olympics. Maybe. The Winter Olympics. Yeah, that's true. So, Joe Bennett is arriving. And she enters with Gabe and two Great Danes who look exactly like cows. I love Great Danes. And I was this close to getting my husband to adopt one with me the other day. You only have it for like five years, right? Well, Don't they live no, short life they, They're like eight to ten years, and the dog is already like nine years old. So wow. he's like, Mare, I really... You're paying for a funeral, basically. <laughs> oh my god, that's what? horrible. It's not horrible. I would it's love to oh, give please, him the last, legitimate. the last few months to years of his life and make them happy. But he's like, let's start with one and have it for like its entire life and not just be sad. So I ended up as the uncle to Achilles. <laughs> Uh, my special nephew. Then, well, that's why Achilles. Uh, we got Achilles because I wanted him. And guys, I'm sure he is we... very. He is kind of cute. He's he, adorable. I'm the I'm the one sibling who likes him. Yeah. Basically. Everybody else hates him, but I like him. Danny puts up with him. Yeah, he puts up. He tolerates yeah. him. But Achilles, I adopted him. He had been hit by a car or thrown out of a car prior to my adopting. He only him. has three legs. So no, he has four. <laughs> One three just work has. Very, a very weak back leg. Yeah. Um. So he's a little hop along. Which is funny because our brother, our brother's fiance is a three legged dog too. She does a legitimate three legged yeah, dog. She does. <laughs> Which was funny because when they met, Achilles is like heart eyes for that three legged. Oh yeah, dog. He, he's like, oh my god, someone like me. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So that's why I think my husband's like, let's have like an actual healthy dog that can like run with us and stuff like that <laughs> and he's like we love achilles obviously he goes but if we're gonna get another dog he's like can we get one that's not disabled one with spunk <laughs> i feel no, I, achilles has spunk yeah i've been I, I really think that you should get him like on the drew carey show they had the dog speedy who had that wheelchair i'm not getting him a wheelchair <laughs> i think you should do i'm that. not doing that to that poor dog oh he'd be fine he probably would like it actually he just sits there. He's always smiling. He looks like a fucking gremlin. <laughs> he does. He looks like a mogwai. <laughs> He's got like these big bat ears. He and does. Shit. He, oh, God. He, what is he, a pug? He's a pug mix. We don't know what he's mixed with. I think he's Boston Terrier. I think he's mixed I'll with I'll post Satan. a picture <laughs> on our Twitter. We're going to post a picture of Ack. Ack. My nephew. Yep. So, all this to say that the Great Danes look like cows. I love the Great They're Danes. They're black and white, like Dalmatian spotted Great Danes. Basically. And the dogs won't leave Andy's crotch alone. They're just like sniffing and licking. Yeah, she's like, he, they love a good crotch. You should take that as a compliment. And then Andy and Aaron smile each other like... Yeah, like I got a good crotch, Yo, see? I got some crotch-flavored popcorn Yo. in my... And they're like, what the fuck? So uh, Dwight won't stand when she walks in. <laughs> and he says, well, I'm treating you the same as I would a man. Unless it was the president or Judge Judy. Yeah. And she likes it. She's like, I like that. So she's kind of like a female George Bush. Now that, I think, bit, about, now yeah. that I think about it, so she's introduced to everyone, and she, you know, like, oh, this is so and so, this is so and so, and she finds out that Jim and Michael are co-managers, and she mm-hmm. basically says, two guys doing one job, we'll have to do something about that." Mm-hmm. So, oh, and Michael thinks Tallahassee is in Texas. Does Did he say that in this that? part, or is it in the conference room? That's the conference room. He says uh-huh. that. I didn't Sorry, write it guys. down, so I'm glad you said it, because I wasn't going to say Sorry, it. Sorry, guys. Michael says a lot of things in this episode. He does. So Andy is handing out Valentine's Day cards. I guess this is the Valentine's Day episode? I guess. Well, yeah, because the Olympics start in February, so yeah, that makes sense. So he's handing out Valentine's Day cards, and he's doing it with everyone to cover for the fact that he is going to give one to Aaron. Mm-hmm. That's who it's really meant for. God. So Mike and Jim are in the conference room, conference room with Joe, and they're trying to justify their co-manager gigs. <laughs> like... 
pretty much, oh, well, Walva said, he's big picture, I'm, you know, day to day or whatever. And she's just pretty much like, I only want one. You're both doing half a job. Yeah. And she wants one to return to the sales. So she lets them decide for themselves. Which, if you think about it, that really does paint the picture of how Dunder Mifflin is so, was so terribly mismanaged. Yeah, they were just totally just Two throwing shit at a wall. Two guys doing half a job, both getting paid... Handsomely. Handsomely. So, Joe... Do- well, maybe not handsomely. But... <laughs> yeah. But Joe does a talking head where she says she's friends with Nancy Pelosi. Her and Truman Capote shared lovers. Yeah. <laughs> she got a she got a pirate's... Uh, pirate. A pilot's license. Because she was afraid to fly. And she sells the best damn printers you can get out of Korea. Yep. So, Aaron and Andy are walking into each other, and they do this trap trap. This actually made me laugh. They're like, oh, oh, they're in each other's way. They're like, traffic jam, traffic jam. Yep. And she goes, oh, there's 20 dead piled up. And he's like, oh, there's blood everywhere. I don't know why. I thought that was funny. But then she goes to sit down, and Andy goes back with her and gives her the Valentine's Day card. And it's Snoopy and Woodstock, who she mm-hmm. has no idea who they are. And Andy sprayed... That Rod- should be like showing him that she's way too young for him. Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, you know, that was something I was gonna bring up. Is that she's like twenty four. Yeah, and, and he's, he's like thirty eight. Yeah, obviously like an older yeah. guy. And I know he's well. He did date a high schooler in a previous Ugh. episode. <laughs> I gotta go to Spanish. <laughs> but he's, that's not gonna hold up in court, oh, is it? So bad. <laughs> he sprayed the inside of the card with Roger Federer for men. <laughs> you know who Roger Federer is? Yes. Yeah. All right. So the conference room. Everybody's in there. Joe gives them her autobiography along with a saber manual, mm-hmm. like the employee manual. And she wants to use Dunder Mifflin's reach in small businesses to grow saber, which is rational and logical yeah. for, for this show that's logical. So Mike keeps using the word manage in front of her so that it sticks in her mind <laughs> that he is a good manager. And then he relays a, his Joe Camel story oh about God. how they made Joe Camel look like a penis. And now he can't look at a cigarette without thinking about a penis and vice, vice versa. versa. Now, did you you ever notice that Joe Camel? Because, I mean... His nose. Yeah, right? Yeah. Did you ever see the Joe Chemo com- cartoons? No. I think they were done by, like, you know, remember The Truth or whatever? They do the commercials oh, where they're like, yeah, quit yeah, smoking! Yeah. I think it's a group like them. Not them, necessarily. but Joe like a, Chemo? Yeah, but it's like an anti-smoking campaign. Oh, and my it's, God. Yeah, it's Joe Camel in, like, a hospital on, in chemo. Look at those. You're looking at them, right? Well, that's a regular that's, one. That's, that's Joe Camel. He's got a showgirl yeah, in the background. Yeah, smooth character, and he looks like a penis. Oh, and, my and, God. Yeah, look at Joe Chemo. He lost all of his hair, and he's all, like, sickly. Isn't that the most, like, fucked up thing you ever saw? Jesus, what's wrong with people? That, thank you. For, I want to thank Twitter for pointing that one out. To, I never knew about Joe Chemo until Neither Twitter. Neither did I. So, anyway, bringing it back now to the show. Um, they, everybody raises their hand. Oh, what do you, you've got your mouth open. What are you looking at? What is? Oh they my have god! A, a oh. mascot of Joe Kimo with kids around, and him. he's in a wheelchair, and all the kids are like taking pictures with this guy. Oh my god! He's in a wheelchair. Oh, th- that's. I think that's a furry. <laughs> I think that's something totally different. We might have to share these photos. Oh, these are my insane. God. But everybody in the office has questions for Joe, and she just walks out like a boss bitch. So, Kelly gets Andy's card back in the annex, and she can't believe that Andy loves her, and that he was right under her nose the whole time, like in a romantic comedy, like where you you don't know the guy who's meant to be with you. You mm-hmm. think he might be just weird or slightly homosexual, she mm-hmm. says. Um, you're still looking at those photos. I, I can't, you can't take your eyes. They're mesmerizing. I can't look away, dude. <laughs> it's mesmerizing. He's look, got he's like, an IV bag with three Joe Chemos behind him. Did you see the one where he's in a coffin? Oh, my God. <laughs> How fucked up is that? And it's just, look at that. Somebody made these. Somebody drew fucking these. drew these and sent them out. Guys, this is going up on Twitter. Don't smoke, guys, okay? Don't smoke. You'll end up like Joe Chemo. This is like It's fucked, fucked up. Yeah, right. All right, sorry, guys. We're back to the episode now. Anyway, so Kelly thinks Andy loves her. Pam shows Jim uh, the man, the manual, the handbook. Yes. And that he'll make more money in sales. They have uncapped uh, commissions. Which is kind of crazy when you think, like, how nobody in their sales, like, sales force has, like, not... What am I trying to say here? I don't know. Like, how have they not made such an exorbitant amount of money already that they're like, oh, all right, we're going to put a cap on it. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, you mean Dunder Mifflin? No, I mean Saber. Oh, because they, they have sales. Because they are such a great business. I such guess. great business. If you got great business, why do? Because you're just motivating the salesman to sell more product. Yeah. So it's a win-win. So um, he goes in and tells Mike that he wants to go back to sales, and Mike's all happy. He thinks like, "Oh, I'm the better manager." So then Michael goes into the break room, all happy and shit, and he tells Oscar he's going to be the manager, and that's. What are you reading? Atlantic? That's my favorite ocean. And he says something like, oh, Jim's going back. Oh, excuse me. Jim's going back to sales. And Oscar Mm -hmm. goes, well, I wish I could get into sales. Yeah. And that's when Michael says, what, is there an untapped gay market? Oh, my God. (laughs) Which, it's 2010. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oscar just tells Mike about the uncapped commissions. And Mm -hmm. he's like, what? He's like, he fucking runs out. And he... He's basically like, switch seats with me, Jim. Yeah. And they go into Joe... And Jim's telling her that he wants to step down, and Michael's saying the same. Michael's like, you don't want me as a manager. I'll just sleep and get arrested for sexual harassment. Oh my God. <laughs> saying the worst shit. And then she defers to Michael's experience, and Michael gets, he's like, I'm going to go back to sales. Yep. So Jim and Pam are in the office. They see that Michael used to mark his heights on the window frame like a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> and he's grown. <laughs> yeah. So Dwight calls Ryan. Bobcat, this is Dragon. And they set up a meeting. So we see Dwight out by a dumpster, and Ryan comes. He's like, you're 20 minutes late. Uh, and Dwight does a talking head where he says he's always late. And then he looks wistfully off in the in the distance <sighs> and crosses his arms, and he just goes, I wish I had a layer. I love that line. <laughs> so awesome. So Ryan wants to do psycholog- psychological torture to Jim like in Saw, mm-hmm. and Dwight freaks out. He's like, what, you want him to cut his leg off? Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? And they just bicker. So now back inside, Aaron can't fit all of Mike's toys on his desk. Yep. Because he's at Jim's now. He had all those ledges in his office. Yeah. So Jim calls Mike out and says, you got to do something. Can't just sit there. <laughs> so now Jim's going to be the hard-ass boss. Dwight does, or Dwight and uh, Ryan are outside. He says, how about the IT guy? Yeah. And that's when like Ryan botches a few Lord of the Ring references. Not that I knew, but Dwight said that. Because <laughs> Dwight's all offended and says that he should start a diabolical, diabolical plot against Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, don't do that with the Tolkien references. <laughs> uh, Aaron brings in ants on a log for Jim. Who's hungry? Because at 2.30 every day, Michael got them. Yep. And then she asks Jim if he wants to be spun around in his chair because a spinning mind is a busy <laughs> mind. All the top executives <laughs> do it. And Jim's like, no, I'm okay. I'm good, it's, thanks. That's the way Mike ran things. So Michael makes a sale, and he blows into one of those wooden co- uh, train, train whistles. whistles. And he says, I, I sold to Curves, the Gentleman's Club in Carbondale, Carbondale, which has been through many iterations. Yes. <laughs> oh, God, so many names. And uh, he tells Kevin that he might like it because it's bigger women. No, no. Is you, that what? No, Curves is not a Gentleman's Club. I thought he said the Gentleman's Club. Cur- I thought Curves was the name of. No, Curves no. is the gym for larger he's, ladies. He's confused. Yes. Oh, he thinks that it's a Gentleman's oh, Club. See, judging by the the club in question, that name would have totally worked. I know. Worked. <laughs> it would have. It would have worked. Just Google "hot pink building" in uh, Carbondale. Not only that, and but, y'all see what we were so talking about. Cur- Curves is a gym for women, larger yes. women, right? So that's why he says Kevin might like it. Yes, because he said I saw the women going in there. <laughs> they were all old, larger women. So awesome. So Dwight says they don't announce sales. It's not 1992 anymore. Yo, Dwight, even Phyllis laughs at that one. Dwight throwing shade. So Kelly reads uh, the heavy card that Andy gave her to Aaron. Like, the unlo- like love me. and yeah. like, You know, it's deep shit. And she got, you know, Aaron got the friend one that said, like, oh, I want to be your friend or whatever. So Aaron does a talking head where she puts herself down against Kelly, basically. Like, how could I compete with that? She gets all of her clothes at the mall. (laughs) Andy Bernard is a playboy. He's got it all. And we see clips of, like, the dogs just sniffing Andy's dick all day. (laughs) So Dwight and Ryan are talking to the IT guy. And they tell him, Jim is molesting people via the internet. And the guy's like, you should call the cops. And Dwight says, the cops called us. So then Ryan tries, like, intimidating him by crushing a Coke can. Yeah, like, and he, we can make things very difficult for you. And he can't, it takes him, like, ten seconds. He, and he uses both hands. Yeah. So my, and the guy calls him out. He's like, were you trying to intimidate me? And then Dwight crushes an apple yeah, with one hand. Like Danny Hodge. <laughs> she crushes. So Mike smells something, and he's like, is there a sulfur leak? Is it the dogs? He's like going around oh my God. and he's talking loudly and he's like, I'm going to Google sulfur maps. <laughs> and that's when like the 
I think Pam tells him it's Phyllis. Yeah. She emailed everyone to tell her that this may be a side effect to her new allergy medication. Yeah. And like <laughs> Dwight and Mike's like, are you guys okay with this? And Dwight just goes, well, she emailed us. Yeah, like it's she okay. sent an email. Like <laughs> she warned us. And at this point, Mike misses being a manager. Like he's just like, yeah. oh, I gotta stay out here with these people. Yep. So Andy is behind Kelly at the copier now, and she turns around. She's like, you are always right under my nose, Ugh. and she kisses him on the cheek. He's like, what the? Yeah, fuck? Andy's like, that was weird. And Meredith comes up behind him and says, yeah, we all saw the card you gave her. <laughs> he like didn't know about it. He's like, I didn't know what was in it. I was just giving them out to everybody. And she goes, yeah, well, if you gave that to me, we'd be in the bathroom right now. Doing it. <laughs> Doing it. And he, like, gags. She's like, Ugh. Oh, it totally turned off. <laughs> Meredith, like I said, Meredith just makes herself unappealing. So Michael goes to Jim and tells him it was a terrible mistake and so he wants his job back. And Jim's like, well, we're going to look like idiots in front of Joe trying to do this. Yeah. But they go outside while she's walking her dogs and they tell her. She's kind of pissy about it. She says, whatever, just stop meeting me to talk about it. Like, one of you take the job. I did love that one of Michael's ideas was to tell her that it was opposite, to put a sign up that said opposite day. (laughs) She'll just buy into it. (laughs) So Andy sent a mass email. Aaron walked out of the main office. Yeah. And he sent a mass email. St- stands up and explains to everyone that everybody got a v- like a Valentine's Day card. Mm. But, like, don't take it too seriously. We're, like, I yeah. just want to be friends. I don't like you like that. Yeah. And he says, I don't like you like you. To which Oscar says, what are we, in fifth grade? Yeah. And Phyllis is, like, not even as friends. <laughs> so Kelly barges in. Why? Why did you send this telling everybody that I don't like you? Do you realize how much this makes me like you? <laughs> And that's when he says, I like someone else, but he won't say who. And then Aaron's just like smiling. Yeah. She's all happy. Uh, Michael is back in his office and Aaron's putting in all of his bullshit. Oh my and God. she plays a, like this Casio keyboard, not even like a kid's keyboard. Yeah. Dun, dun, the one, dun, dun, the one dun. that has the preloaded beats in yeah. it. And it sounds, I swear to God, are you familiar with Bloodhound Gang? Yes. Are you familiar with the song, The Lamp Dance is So Much Better When the Stripper is Crying? Not off the top of my head. I go can't back, say so. go back and listen to it later, and think about Michael in this scene. Ding, 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 ding. like that little keyboard. Okay. I swear to God, Bloodhound Gang have a song just like that with that huh. beat. I swear to God. Maybe they and used it, it off the keyboard. It's even like a little kid's keyboard that they use. <laughs> it's fucking great. Uh, so Mike or Dwight goes up to Jim, who's back at his desk. And he mocks him for not being a manager anymore, mm-hmm. drinking out of his Sheets coffee mug. Yep. To which Jim takes Dwight's tie and puts it in the coffee. <laughs> and we end with Dwight and Ryan going to the elevator. It's the elevator. It's the end of the celebrating. day. Celebrating. They're celebrating. Like, yeah, yeah, let's get a drink. And the elevator closes. We see it open up downstairs, and they're already bickering about where to go. I don't want to drink wheat. Was it beet vodka? Beet vodka. Yeah. I'm not going to a martini bar. Martini bars are pretentious. Yeah, and they're just like bitching at each other. That farm boy swill. <laughs> farm boy swill. I love that. <laughs> and that's the episode because yep. they were successful. So, what'd you give it? I gave it a two point seven. I gave it a three point eight. Wow, you're very low. Explain yourself. Usually I, it's me having to explain myself. It was like a steady episode. It wasn't great. It wasn't Andy killed bad. it for you, didn't he? Andy really did. Really? I thought this was one of the more uh, less annoying Andy episodes, to be honest. It wasn't just Andy, though. Like, Michael. Oh, yeah. Me. Michael acting like a child. Um, th- honestly, the only reason this got 2.5 out of the 2.7 points I have that written down oh. is Kathy Bates and Joe Bennett. She was like the least... like decent part of this she just showed up she's like i'm in charge ding dang do <laughs> like that, that's no all but she there did. was a lot more one-liners that she said that you didn't really go give over. me an example because we just watched these so <sighs> it was like during the entire <laughs> opening scene like or when they're in the conference room actually yeah. i kind of brushed over that but there really wasn't much to talk about no it was just like one-liners that made me giggle i'm not saying the scene was genius but a couple oh, of her you know, one-liners like made me giggle. When Michael and Jim were in there talking to her, and Michael just started saying, like, I'm knee-high to a grasshopper. Yes. He'll catch you on later now, you hear? He's just like saying things from, like, hee-haw. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and Jim's like, do you even know what you're saying? <laughs> you know, but... But I just... Wow. It 2. was kind 7. of just one of those... Like, honestly, the notes I have don't even take up half Was Pam page. even in this episode, now that I think about it? She was, for, was like, she? three seconds. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just okay. Like I said, I think... Yeah, no, it was solid. I think half this episode we talked about Joe Chemo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Joe Chemo is yeah, so awesome. Yeah, dude, that's fucked up. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to bring your attention. I, I figured you never saw it Wow. Before. 
But uh, that's some dark shit. See, I liked it. I liked. Okay, I hated the cold and open. The cold open was naked marketing. I didn't care for that. It's just like Michael being stupid. Olympics, yeah. blah blah blah. Um, I thought it was a different take on the Valentine's thing than what mm. they've done. First of all, also Jim and Pam, not a focal point of Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Didn't you? You're a Mindy Kaling, Mark. Didn't you like how she was like, oh, Andy's in No, I, I liked I liked Kelly. I really liked um, Dwight and Ryan in this, believe it or not. I liked Dwight. Like, I wish I had a lair. But it wasn't strong The first enough. time Ryan's been entertaining in a while. Yeah. Him it, and Dwight bitching about movies and yeah. beer swill. It wasn't... It didn't, like, hit me in the giggles. That's fair. Yeah, I will say, um, I was discussing with our brother because he was asking me about the podcast mm-hmm. and um, I was like oh well right now because like I said what, we're a few Oz wants to come back no no not Oz the other brother oh, okay. but like we're a few weeks like I said in a, ahead. ahead so he's asking me how it's going and everything and I was like well you know season six is uh it's a little hit and miss I'm like me and Bear have given out some low scores for some yeah and he said he goes up from the beginning of season six to near the merger area, like the beginning of the Sabre stuff, he's like, that's some of my least favorite stuff from The Office when Jim is a manager. Yeah. And like looking back now, I'm like, you know, like the wedding episodes to me were disappointing. I loved the wedding episodes. But like the promotion episodes, one of the worst, I think. The meeting where like Michael throws Jim under the bus is just whatever. Um, And then like, these ones here are like you gave a two point seven. Like I think that's like one of the lowest scores I've ever given yeah, an episode, other than chair model. They're just like hit and miss shit. Yeah, and it's it doesn't de- it definitely doesn't have the motor that season five did, where season five kind of stayed steady. Yeah, it, like good episodes, you'd have like a you know a clunker here and there, but like every show does. Yeah, but um, it, and you can't expect every single episode to be a hit. No, no. You, that's it, not... It's it, an unrealistic You're insane if you go in thinking that. But there are stronger episodes from the season, and there are, there are ones that get you through. Like this one? Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. It doesn't seem like, yeah. sound like you want to talk about it anymore. No. Okay. This one didn't really... And no Gabe like, in this again, episode, it right? it just didn't do it for me. No yeah, Gabe? No Gabe. That's right. He wasn't even with her, right? Nope. Okay. Oh, he might have walked in I think in he walked her in. Oh, dogs. that's right, because the dog's like attacked yeah. him. Yeah. Okay, so that'll wrap up for this week. What do we got next week? Next week we have Delivery... Oh, sorry. Season 6, Episode (laughs) 17. Delivery Part 1 and 2. Oh, that's right. So we're going to be doing a two-parter next week. Yep. So there won't be like, you know... Where we do one one week like lecture circuit and then the next week yeah, we do that. So this will be a straight uh, saga, if yeah. you will. Okay, so that wraps up this week, everybody. This is the Halpert saga. Is that what we're calling it? Instead oh, because they're having Skywalker a baby. Saga. It's, it's the baby. So <laughs> um, uh, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Like we said at halftime, if you guys would be so kind as to share the show around, we would greatly appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. Mary is mocking me right now as I pour my heart out to our adoring listeners. Love each and every one of you. Like I said, from Florida to Oregon, as John Gruden once said, I love each and every one of you. And where can they find us, Bear? They can find us on almost every single podcast app, from Google's to Anchor to Spotify. Uh, maybe not iTunes yet. Podbean. Podbean. Um, also on the Jenny position. And you can find us via email at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at Podcast, where you'll see screen grabs from our episode, from the episodes, our favorite parts of the episodes. Joe Kimo. As well as Joe Kimo. <laughs> She's going to come out with this episode. So get ready for your jaws to fucking drop. (laughs) But thank you guys all for listening, and we'll be back next week. Yep. See you guys.